You are listening to the Be Fit and Me podcast with your co-host, Lena. And your co-host, Amber. Be Fit and Me is a podcast dedicated to women. And men. Okay. Who want the best out of life. Our goal is to create a community where we can share our struggles, victories, and experiences to encourage not only ourselves, but you, and to inspire each other. We're not experts, doctors, or psychologists, but hope you'll follow us on this insane journey as we strive to have it all. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another Be Fit and Me podcast episode. I am your co-host, Amber. And I'm your co-host, Lena. We're back second week of June here in Playa Vista. It's still gloomy, but hot and muggy. I mean, June gloom, yes, I get it. But usually it doesn't come with actual rain or sprinkles, which it has been. It's humid, too. Yeah. It's a little different, the weather. It's okay. Here. It's okay. We'll take it. We live in Although SoCal. I pay for the sunshine, so I'm feeling mm. a little gypped. I feel like the state of California owes me... <laughs> A few dollars back. We need a tax break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how was your week? Did you do anything out My of the ordinary? Was, yeah, not out of the ordinary. My week was good. You know, I had mentioned coming over a very stressful time at work. And so now, you know, there's still ongoing fires, I would say, that pop up here and there, but my weeks are more consistent, which is nice. And this was probably also the first week of me going back to like a normal workout routine. I was thinking about it and probably since like January, like probably before the wedding, because there's been something happening every single month. Either I was getting sick or the wedding happened or Mm -hmm. work was crazy. The wedding happened. Yeah. (laughs) So preparing for that. And so, yeah, so I've been, my schedule, my workout schedule has been entirely thrown off this year, but this was the first week where I was kind of doing all the classes that I like to do and I got my five days in. So preparing that body. Yeah. (laughs) You have done so much better than me when it comes to that. Mine was overall pretty good. Um, Work has been exceptionally busy for me, which is a really good thing because once BB comes, I don't know if I'm going to work, you know, as often right away, but obviously. What is your plan right now in terms of like <laughs> it's expected your maternity of me. leave? Um, I don't really have a plan. Okay. I'm just hoping that it's... Uh, You'll just work until... Well, I'm just BB hoping that I don't have any then. complications <laughs> and yeah. that... Um, Obviously, if I do have a C-section, that's going to add more to the recovery, recovery time. So I'm just hoping there's no complications and I bounce back relatively quickly, emotionally, physically, everything, and I can go back to work. I'm giving myself a month, like I'm expecting that, but can I really go a month without right. doing anything? Like, seriously. But you never know. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, no, well, you'd I be don't doing know things. To be you'd be taking BB out and getting a cup of tea and but if I'm like sunshine. if I'm <laughs> like if I'm on bed rest and I'm told not to move and you know do all of that because I don't want to prolong recovery time, then I don't want to risk that. But only time will tell. Yeah. So all I can say now is I'm giving myself that month. I do not have maternity leave. <laughs> <laughs> I work for myself, but it's important that we do have that stack of you know stack for savings so in case anything should happen we are good so and before we get into um, this week's episode I do want to make some corrections or correct myself from last week's podcast episode 
listening to myself, I feel it's necessary that I go back and it just explain myself. <laughs> My um, errors, which we all have, we're human, we make mistakes. Um, forgive me because sometimes I do speak quickly or I, I'm so excited about something and I misspoke and I said stigma in the wrong sentence. So forgive me on that. It wasn't stigma in the wrong. Oh, okay. I used it in the wrong context. Yeah. yeah. And then the game I was referring to last week, cause we were talking about the shower and games I wanted to use. And I said, <laughs> you're trying to, you're trying to pick between women who are having an orgasm or in, um, in a porn. And that mm-hmm. wasn't correct. So it's whether the woman is in labor or in Have a porn. It, or, okay. That so, makes more sense. Know, because. Like, listen to my- <laughs> Sorry about that. Gosh, there was a little glitch in our system. My computer <laughs> just went haywire. Technical difficulties. <laughs> but anyway, so I guess I think we were talking about the labor versus porn. Um, labor versus porn game that I'm gonna have at my baby shower and I feel like that's a game on Andy Cohen live where they do sound effects and they try to find out if it's the person singing or doing a porn so that's not the game we're playing at my <laughs> shower slash celebration we are you know it's we're brainstorming so that might be a, a potential game that Amber may not or may participate in <laughs> So again, we'll just jump right into our episode for this week. And if you are new to to our podcast, of course, welcome. And we'll explain a little bit about what we're going to talk about this week. And as I mentioned last week, we are we introduced a new segment instead of the Me Mondays. We do at the end of this episode, we're going to do a pet peeve Monday. And that is more like it's it's an annoyance. That's what pet peeves are. It's an annoyance that we have with me. It's particularly towards women. (laughs) And there are several multitudes of annoying things that women do on a regular basis, but specifically something that I encountered this week and Amber encountered this week. And we're going to just vent, talk about it. Complaining is really unattractive. I don't like complainers. I don't like complaining myself. So we're just going to vent and discuss it, chat about it. And then the topic we're going to... Um, discuss today is for all the ladies out there. I know this is, it's going to be me preaching. We're going to go to church on Sunday. (laughs) We're going to have a little service and I'm going to preach to you. Okay. And it's for everyone, really. It's just a reminder. Yeah, my pet meaves. (laughs) No, no, the topic, the topic. (laughs) I'm going to church. (laughs) I'm going to preach to you. So, um, so yeah, so that's the, that's what you should expect from today's episode. So we'll jump right in. You want to go ahead and share your pet peeve? Oh, we're yeah. just yeah. starting. Mm-hmm. You missed the whole first part. I explained. Yeah. <laughs> She's over there on her phone. <laughs> Had a couple of work emails. Um, so yeah, my pet meeve. Meeve? <laughs> meeve yeah. oh. Monday. She doesn't like pet um, peeve. Yeah, so mine for this week is people who are overly chatty. And so this is really, there's a couple of contexts where this comes up. One, it comes up in a professional setting where someone is providing a service, like say an Uber or Lyft driver, and 
Oh, you went You're in the car then. and you just like, you don't want to be bothered. Or I'm like rushing on my way to the airport, like sending some messages. And they just want to talk, 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 talk. And they can't, for whatever reason, they're not reading the signal that you're not interested in engaging in a conversation with them. And so the pet peeve for me is like, you should be able to read that with other people. And so if there are people that are chatting and chat back, sure, no problem, chat away. But if you're getting messages like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm not, you know, really responding to questions or things that you're saying, or I'm looking at my phone, or I have my earphones in, then just leave me alone without me having to be rude. Like, excuse me. You know, I just feel like yeah. you should be able to read the situation. I feel like headphones alone should be a yeah. sign. So, yeah, so it happens with, like, Uber Lyft drivers. And then another time where it happens, and it's sort of similar, it's being overly chatty and overly familiar so like we had a waitress this week I went out you know um to dinner with a friend and she was one of those like you know yeah girl like trying to be overly familiar with you and it's like I I don't know you like that can you just (laughs) you know take my order and (laughs) bye (laughs) yeah bye um and so I observed her she was approaching to serve like this man sitting next to us and she basically opens the conversation with him with like, yeah, like I hate all men this week or something like that. And which was kind of supposed to be meant as a joke, but it wasn't really landing and working. And mm-hmm. so his response was then, I don't want you serving me. Like, can you just go find someone else? Then? You really said that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So on the one hand, I kind of wasn't mad at him because I, I get it. It's one of those situations where it's like, look, he looks like he had a long day. He just wants his drink. He wants his food. And then you're coming to him with this bullshit about how you hate all men. And he's like, he doesn't even know you. Well, she just um, did a 180. So, yeah. So it's just like it's it's that trying to be overly familiar and professional when you're a professional and supposed to be acting professionally. So, I get it. As a waitress, you – Maybe she was just trying too hard because they That's, want a bigger She was trying tip. too hard. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Like, yeah. it's one thing. Of course, be nice and engage friendly, a bit. Yeah. And friendly, yeah. But you don't need to be overly familiar. Um, so, yeah. So, it comes up in that context. And then, of course, like, you know, when you're on a plane or <laughs> and you happen to be sitting next to someone oh, who's yes. super chatty and you can't really get away. But the only thing you can do is put on your earphones. Mm-hmm. But even that doesn't stop people all the time. So, that... Um, That's when you have to go to the flight attendant. I had to do that one time. The guy was like, got a little too drunk. They should have stopped serving him and was going through my purse. And I think I explained this. Well, he was like trying to just be very touchy. And, you know, at that point I had takes, I had almost overdosed on melatonin (laughs) and it wasn't helping. But I think I talked about this in the episode. Maybe I didn't, but yeah, it was was an international flight too. I wasn't drowsy because I was worried about him. I was worried about him opening a door and no, but doesn't melatonin make you, it makes, it's supposed to make you drowsy. But at that point there was, it was doing the opposite. (laughs) It was making me anxious. I don't know what I was doing. So yeah, I've had my few encounters with those people on the airplane and also the Uber drivers, I find myself just that I'm a chatter and I feel like I get that five star when I'm leave the car. And I feel like they match you with people who are similar to you. There are a couple of times when I get in the car and I just don't want to talk and they don't want to talk either. Right. But the ones who want to chat, I'm like, okay, I find out some interesting things in the Uber and Lyft. Sorry. Yeah, I, I take Lyft moments. more than Uber. Yeah. Sometimes like if I'm going out 
for an evening. So I'm like kind of hyped You're drunk up and already? ready to go. <laughs> no, just like hyped and like ready to go. Like I'm definitely in a more chatty mood. But like if I'm racing to the airport, which – Four in the morning is always me because I always like almost miss my flight every single time mm-hmm. <laughs> that I go. So in circumstances like that, I just don't have the patience. The middle of the week, I'm trying to wrap up work emails, you know. So yeah, it, yeah, times like that, I just I don't have the patience for it. I get it. I but I am that chatty person, so <laughs> I annoy Amber quite often in class. But <laughs> I can read the signs. <laughs> People want to chat with me too. So my pet, pe- you're done, right? Mm-hmm. That was it. You're venting. That was all the venting you needed to do. You feel yeah, good? Yeah, I, I think I had a couple, <laughs> couple good ones. Okay, you did. Um, my pet peeve is um, this is going to sound maybe a little ridiculous, but because we were doing the invites and going through emails from my past and seeing, you know, a bunch of different names, and we switched email names over the years, we tend to do. But what I found, and it's, I don't want to say it's sad, but it's just, it's ridiculous. And it's like, come on, ladies, come on. And I don't want to say it's all women. Men probably do this too, but I just haven't seen it. Is the emails with the couple's name together. Like, why? Why do we need to create an email with your name plus your partner's name or your boyfriend's name? I know you're in a new relationship. This usually happens at the beginning. You're in the honeymoon (laughs) stage. But it's so corny. And I'm the person who loves corny. I love Lifetime. But it's not just emails anymore. People have Facebook. Yes. And Facebook. And it's just like, come on. Can we just be independent people? Because you are an independent person. You don't do everything for your per- your partner and then yourself. Maybe your kids, yes. When a lot of times, too, they may have joined and then separate and they're posting the same on everything. So I don't know. The joint thing let's just do separate emails separate social media accounts and keep it simple okay it's just it, it annoys me and um, yeah it's my first time venting about it <laughs> it feels my really parents good have to let it email <laughs> really yeah. well who's usually responding to it the woman my mom yeah yeah <laughs> the man has probably no right. idea what's going on <laughs> and so and this may be similar but not really in the same category it's kind of in the same category but for invitations, like if you're not invitations, um, thank you letters and it invites and their cards like mm-hmm. happy birthday. So for me, I don't ever like to sign for my partner and I wouldn't sign for them. I'd let them sign if we're going to a birthday party or a holiday event. Did you read our thank you card? The weddings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I noticed that, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I want them to say their own words and sign their own name. And if they just want to sign, that's fine. They don't want to put anything. That's fine. I'll just sign my name. Yeah. As as you were saying, women mostly like respond to the emails. Like men don't have the patience to actually write all those personal messages. Mm-mm. So, f- but for those, for his like family and close friends, I encouraged him to write <laughs> a few words <laughs> in those cards. But for mine, it was fine. He can just sign his name. Yeah. But he still signed his name because I wanted people to feel like it was personal from both of us. And yeah. not just And that's me. how I feel. And, my, and I actually got the idea. I started doing it because growing up, my stepmom did it with my dad. And it always felt really special to me that my dad was writing his own pers- mm-hmm. personal message in our birthday cards. And you just, you know, holiday cards, if we you know, graduated or I won a basketball game, he always wrote something. So I've always really enjoyed that. And I appreciated that. So I want to pass that along and do that for people because I feel like they appreciate the small things we all do. And if you can get a little 
congrats or thank you from both people who participated. <laughs> it makes it that much better. So that is my vent, my pet peeve, my frustration, my annoyance for the week. <laughs> <laughs> so relatively short, simple, to the point. So we will move on to the habit. I mean, <laughs> the topic. <laughs> baby brain I know. or that's just you, me no that's no, just me yeah you were saying that you didn't believe in that oh i fully wholeheartedly <laughs> well, it was mommy brain you don't believe in but baby brain you oh, believe in they, no baby brain is actually what <laughs> happens to your stomach it's the stretch marks so it is mommy brain sorry oh that's what they call it mm -hmm. when brain. you get oh. pregnant and you have the yeah the really bad yeah that's what i thought it was called so the topic today and again this is something that was brought up to my attention this week, not to say that it's not brought to my attention often, but I wanted to voice it and talk about it, have a discussion. And it's particularly women. That's who we're talking to. Men, you can take from this if you choose to, if you were listening. Or you can just sit back and eat your popcorn and just <laughs> enjoy the show because it is a show. Um, is women who complain about their job, their work, what they do for a living. And instead of doing something about it, they're putting their body mind through something that they really don't enjoy. And to me, it's, I don't want to hear it. I don't care to listen or I don't have sympathy for you because you can make a change. And this is to women, of course, if you have a family and you have children, you're limited in what you can and can't do, right? But if you're a single woman, independent, there are some things that you can do to change that sure. situation. And I believe we talked about this maybe in some form or another over the course of our podcast. But um, today I wanted to just highlight things that I believe that you need to do if you do want to change your course of action in life. And to start, the number one thing is to do, and Amber, I don't think we'll agree with this, is to quit your job. And once you do it, it'll feel so cathartic, like a weight lifted off your shoulders. And you're, you're finally saying, hey, I'm going to do this for me. And I'm going to go find something that I want to do. Do you agree? Or do you disagree? I disagree in the sense that I would use your job to buy some time, but I would be diligent about researching other potential careers or paths that I might be interested in. So maybe your job may pay for you to take a few classes or go back to school for different things that you might, you, you know, you, you may not, or you can take some classes while you're working. So you're paying for the classes and then kind of make the transition that way. So my suggestion would be to have a transition plan. Don't just quit and then be like, oh, well, I don't even know what I else I would want to do. <laughs> because know? I feel like, I feel like people get stuck doing that. Like, oh, they'll pay for your school. They'll give you, you can invest in, um, stock 
people that's where people get stuck and but they put, get put a timeline for yourself yeah but put a timeline for yourself yeah but I get make that. sure you make a timeline and then quit but I think you should <laughs> that's know the point, is what quit. you're wanting to go into because I think it's hard to quit and have no idea where what you're doing or where you're turning but next. it could be a startup it could be just something that you're not making any income from and that's where it goes to number two is my second right, point. Right, if you have that idea, but but develop that idea while you're of working. Of course, of course. <laughs> but you, the first step is you have to quit whatever it is that you're doing. Now, the second key and the second point that you need to have, and for me, to make that dream a reality, to make your vision become something that you're doing, you're enjoying it, like you're enjoying making money and you're enjoying what you're doing for a living, is to prioritize and prioritize your money, your income. So maybe that means if you're living in like a high rise, you're living alone, you're paying more than 50% or even 40 or 50% on rent. Maybe you should rethink that. Move in with your parents. If you have that opportunity, Mm -hmm. if my mother lived here, I would be living with my mother these last Mm -hmm. 10 years or whatever. I'd be saving so much, get a roommate, you know, um, downsize, move into something that's a lot less. Yeah. Sacrifice the washer and dryer in your apartment, maybe the central air. But if you're saving two to $3,000 a month, it'll give you that opportunity to quit that job and really focus on what it is you want to do. The startup, the nonprofit, the, the blog, the podcast, the fashion line, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it gives you the ability to focus and not stress about money and your earnings and focus it and put that energy into something that you're very passionate about. So I don't know. Do you agree with that? (laughs) Would you do that? I think, I mean, I have at different times in my life and that's probably why I would suggest more of the transition than just kind of like dumping everything and jumping in. Yeah, of course you have. Yeah. So, um, but I do understand the significance of sort of being comfortable and how mm-hmm. that can sort of just drag out the process. And at some point you have to put your feet to the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that comes and that drive, a lot of that comes when you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And so you tend to work a little bit harder and with a little bit more like passion and you're happy. Um, yeah. And, and intensity when you, when you don't know what the outcome will be. And so you're trying to make it happen. And there's so many things out there. You have Uber now. We just talked about that. You have dog walking. You even have people walking services now. You can consult if you are specialized in a particular field. You can um, consult food delivery. There are so many things for people to do now that will allow you to be more flexible with your time. And the second thing is to maybe even sell your car. So if you do want to do Lyft or rideshare, you know, services, you can rent a car. That's an option too. You don't have to use your car. You can be an Uber or Lyft driver and then also get the certain deductions and benefits for your car. So you're actually getting some of that back. You have to drive a lot for that. Yeah. 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 Uh, But if you, if you don't want the, if you don't want to pay for the insurance, you don't want a car payment, then sell your car because you can travel around now on the bikes, the scooters, you can walk, you can take your own bike. I mean, just and think depending outside. where you live, you may have better public transportation. <laughs> yes. And the, the metro here, um, they're working on it going from, I think, downtown all the yeah. way to West L.A. 
So within the next year, that's going to be like a 20 minute ride. So there are options for people out there. It's just a matter of you doing it and keeping at it. Um, And then the third thing is you want to start small. So whatever it is that you're, you're destined or your dream of doing, don't go in. It's like fitness. Think of it as fitness. Like I see it too many times and (laughs) it's laughable at this point because people will jump right into it, go for it for a month. Everything is fitness health related and there's no getting in the way of their dedication to this, right? This path, this journey. But eventually you're going to fall off. You're going to burn out. You're going to get tired of it. It's going to become too routine and it's going to be draining. And that's the way you got to think, the mentality you have to think when you're doing a startup. You're, this idea that you have, you want to make money off of it. You have to start small. You have to start with, for instance, this podcast. We didn't go in, okay, let's pay for an engineer. Let's pay for a PR. Let's right. pay for all of this stuff. And, and people and assume. And it shows. <laughs> Not really. I've heard some podcasts and they started off pretty, pretty, I mean, the Rough. sound quality the wasn't yeah. the best, but they started. And that's the point where I'm trying to make is that you you want to start small and then slowly build from there. And then you'll see that it's, you're getting better at it. You'll see that your following, if you do have one is growing and you'll see that you're learning and then you are gravitating to things that you weren't even expecting or striving for. And it just naturally falls into your lap. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I agree that it is important to start small. I think that's been one of the challenges for me too, is I have this, grand sort of vision of what it can be and should be, but a hard time figuring out those steps to execute to get to that final point. So um, I do, I do agree. One, not only because it's more manageable, but also you can see progress. Like if Mm -hmm. the only thing you're looking at is this crazy grand, you know, end result. Look, I'm making a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you're never going to be able to appreciate <laughs> the improvements or progress along the way. The process is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're starting small, each step you take is like, okay, it's an accomplishment, which helps gives you gives you the confidence and encouragement to take the next step and the next step until at some point it's even bigger than probably you were ever imagining yeah. to begin with. The fear is more powerful and I remember, and I think maybe I mentioned this in previous podcast. I'm not sure, but my friend did mention to me because I wanted her to move with me. We were young, 24. Let's go to Cali. Let's have fun. And she was like, no, I need to have like a huge savings in order to move. And here I am, no savings, no job. (laughs) I'm like, no place to live. But I was so determined to move here because I had this vision of what I wanted to accomplish. I I feel that the ambition and the passion backed up that that lack of financial support that I had. And I don't feel like that's necessary because that again, that's holding you back. You're not gonna quit whatever it is you're doing because you fear you're gonna be um out on the streets or something. Mm-hmm. No, you push yourself so you're not. You're gonna continuously have a job, you're gonna continuously make money, but still at the same time, you're moving in the same direction to fulfill that dream that you have. So those limitations that she put on herself and others, I encounter this all the time. They limit their potential and who knows what she could have essentially done 
but that mentality, I was like, okay, well, I don't need you anyways, but I'm just going to go. So that didn't hold me back. And so it's within me already. Okay. Something is really wrong with my computer. <laughs> it's making me a little nervous, but anyway, so where was I? On the annoying track. women. Oh yeah. Just <laughs> annoying women. I, I just can't sympathize with you. Like I, there's no place in my heart to go. Oh, you poor baby. What are we going to do? Let's find a rich man for you. No, you got to go out and get it, baby girl. You got to go out and get it. And the fourth thing is just keep at it. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a year. It may not even happen in two years. Those big superstars or those big multimillionaires, billionaires, entrepreneurs, they didn't make it, shoot, even in 10 years. The investments they made with their time, their money, it took them a lifetime to get where they are. And there's no such such thing as an overnight success. Like everyone Unless that you, you see that it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't exactly. think that's a success. That's right. That's you just happen to win at the game of chance. But <laughs> But that's also doomed. You're doomed, I think, once you win that. Big but anyone lottery. that you see that all of a sudden you're see, starting to see everywhere and like they've been working at whatever it is that you're now knowing them for for many years. Mm-hmm to before they get to that point yeah and with all the the negative comments and all with the lack of support I mean that probably is what drove them I know it drives me and (laughs) when and especially when like the my my girlfriend who told me that it like pushed me harder even though it wasn't really towards me it was more about herself it pushed me to even prove it like well you can do it it's possible you just have to sacrifice com- yeah. being comfortable sometimes and I I like being uncomfortable I don't like someone told me one time well you never really always feel like you're you know you're on the move and I feel like no for me that's that that's what I need because if I get in a, such a state that I'm never gonna feel like I I don't know I just I never want to feel too comfortable I always want to Which feel is challenged. a little bit where I am now. And so yeah. I'm actually, you know, struggling with this myself because my whole life I've pushed myself. I've been mm-hmm. driven. I've had goals and coming from like, you know, a place where I didn't have support and, you know, it wasn't meant to happen. And so now, now you're I married. Am, <laughs> you know, at a place and also, you know, at a point in my career where it's just kind of like, you know, coasting Stagnant. a little bit. Yeah. And I miss the Ex- challenge and excitement yeah the ambition and the drive and all of that and so I'm trying to you know find out how to maybe get that back um a little bit but yeah I'm definitely sort of going through that phase myself we blame Mark for that for proposing <laughs> because we lost the amber with the ambition no <laughs> I'm just kidding this is what marriage do does to you <laughs> Not such even. a joke, but, but maybe yeah. not really. Yeah. But it is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find it. Just dig deep. This hopefully maybe is helping <laughs> having a podcast, doing something that's a little different and out of the ordinary and pushes you because I know I push her to do it sometimes, even though she doesn't really want to. And so hope t- helping her maybe yeah. jumpstart. Pushing me on one side, Lena pushing me on the other. <laughs> It's important to have that. You need that kind of kick in the butt. And definitely when you have that baby, it's going to push you too. So let's just say we're getting you prepared, right? We're your jump start. <laughs> That's the way I like okay. to look at it. But yeah, those are my four. Um, I, I, I want to say they're 
points or things that you need to do to, yeah, that's, that's it. Things that you need to do, the four things that you need to do to start that dream, make that dream come alive, follow your passion. Another plan is not going to work because quit whatever it is that you're expected to do or that you were told to do, or that you do only to make money. And that's not the reason you do something because then what's that lead to? It leads to living outside your means. It leads to stress. It leads to, I mean, I could take it so far to say men in relationships marrying, cheating because they're stressed about money. And then it leads to murder. And then, you know, all of- <laughs> she just took it a few <laughs> steps beyond just cheating. Well, I mean, I feel like it, it does because if you don't have that communication, and this is more towards people who are in relationships and they, you know, get stuck in a rut and they're miserable mm-hmm. and they're not happy because they didn't follow that path. They didn't mm-hmm. follow what they really wanted to do. And instead they thought they were doing what they wanted to do, get married, have kids, you're sacrificing your time and your money for your partner, mm-hmm. but not you. And then once he becomes successful or she becomes successful, you fall behind the scenes, your kids, and then you're last on the totem pole, right? Mm-hmm. Because you never put yourself first. And that's why I talk about the murder and all these. We hear it all the time. You hear about that woman in Connecticut. Like, just the well, I'm, I'm a total, like, true crime. Buff. So, so it's yeah, just, it, it leads to, I know it starts off small, but it eventually will lead to that because your happiness is number one. And if you're not doing what you're, you're supposed to be doing to make money and to make a living, then that's going to make everything in your foundation fall apart. So that's why I say start there. Quit, do what you want to do, especially to women who are single and you're not in a, a relationship yet. And, and then if you happen to be in a relationship and I'm thankful because I have someone who's supportive and I have these, like Amber, I have crazy dreams. I have crazy ambitions. I want to do so much. And I'm thankful, but I have someone that supports my, my every last idea <laughs> and he listens to me and he, he even listens to the podcast. He, he's, um, he's supportive and, then and- he gets upset with me <laughs> because I don't I, filter you. Yeah. He thinks I share too much, but I, I tell him all the time. I was like, I feel it's necessary and I'm not sharing my whole sex life and all of that. I'm not, I'm not sharing every detail and moment. I feel like I'm sharing important things that's helped me along the way. So he's missing the important pieces of it. <laughs> but anyways, he is, he's overall supportive. And I think that's important to have in a partner. And if you're at that, and this is another point, I mean, I'm going off on a tangent. I said I was going to preach and I'm preaching, but if you're in a situation where maybe you've just started a relationship and they're not very supportive, you're seeing red flags. Maybe that's a sign to get out because again, you're going to get in a comfortable position. You're going to get stuck in a rut. You're going to become miserable. And then your workouts are going to start, you know, start slacking. Then you're going to gain weight. Then you're going to get fat. Then you're going to get depressed. And then, you know, you know, it's just, I'm not trying to be negative, but that's what happens. That's stages of how everything goes. And then you just become a miserable person and we don't need any miserable people out there. Yeah. <laughs> so the point is quit, do what you want to do, live out your dream and break up um, with your boyfriend if they're not supportive. <laughs> break up with Evelina. <laughs> I say that. Yes. Break up if you're not happy. Break up. If or I was dating someone once who was encouraging me to like have goals I didn't want to have. Like I had a certain idea about my dream and what Mm -hmm. I wanted to be. And he was like, well, why don't you open a nursing home? Or like, why do you like things are just like, not for me. Like, that's just not as much as I do. I love 
old people with the best of them. But, um, but yeah, that's just like, that's not what I see. That's not what I envision. And it was kind of, it was almost, you know, worse than not supporting anything because it was they like, weren't you listening silly, to like you. you silly girl. Like, why do you think that that's what it should be when you should be? Well, you they know, weren't, I, th- I feel like they weren't listening yeah. to you. Yeah. So yeah, the, you're better off away, clearly better <laughs> off without them. And I've done that too. I've broken up with people for some ridiculous reasons, but I knew in the long run, it was going to be a serious reason. It right. was at the, at the time it seemed ridiculous, but overall it was, yeah, like I'm not going to put up with this for the rest of my life. I'm too independent for this. No. Yeah. Goodbye. Definitely. See you later. So yeah, that's, do you, do you have anything else to add to it? Any key points? Amber says, have a plan before you quit and that's important <laughs> to have but you know th- you guys are smart listeners and you'll do what you need to do to make things happen let's build a nation of women who are entrepreneurs and going out there and winning and if you're interested the observer has the 22 books to read before you quit your job so <laughs> <laughs> that you can start reading while you're working. No, if you have a gut feeling of what you want to do and you've been thinking about it for a long time, I just say quit. Become an Uber driver. It's they don't need your college credentials. You don't need even a high school diploma. I mean, seriously, there is stuff out there for you to do. So do it. Go out and do or it. Or if you're not interested in 22, Inc.com has <laughs> seven <does>. books <laughs> that you should read before you quit your job. So <laughs> there you go. I just cut <laughs> your timeline. <laughs> that she's prolonging your 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 work life in the miserable job that you have by reading books that you're probably not going to finish <laughs> that quickly. <laughs> All right. So that's my two cents. That's Amber's two cents, um, or that's my one cent, Amber's one cent, and our two cents. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> I like and, to think it's at least worth a nickel, but, you know, inflation. <laughs> um, but that is our episode um, for this Monday. And before we let you go, make sure that you check us out on our website, befitandme.com. You can email you can sorry, you can email us at befitandme at gmail.com and there is a Facebook out there. <laughs> yes, that is not attended to as often <laughs> as it should be, but it is there. And of course, anywhere if you want to see what we did back in January. Yeah, you could December. Just, you could just when I was on yeah. social media, um, just Google us and you'll find us anywhere. And um just to let you know. The Monday after Father's Day, it's Father's Day weekend, but it happens to be Amber's birthday too, her big holiday. Which is on Father's Day, I share. <laughs> Not every year. Every, no, every few years, yeah. yeah. It just happens to fall on I guess it's every Sunday. six years? I don't know. <laughs> it's I mean, too much seven thinking. days in a week and then there's leap Yeah, year. that's true. That's a lot of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to take um, next week off. And then we'll be back the following weekend. So you have a lot to catch up on. If this is your first time listening, you can just go back and listen to all our episodes. Or you, if you're repeat listeners, you can go back and listen to the episodes all over again. How your exciting favorites. is that? <laughs> <laughs> all of your favorites. Yeah. So enjoy um, your Father's Day weekend. Amber's going to enjoy her weekend. She doesn't think it's a holiday, but it is a holiday. Every birthday should be a holiday. And what are you doing for... 
Father's Day. I don't know. I well, since Sloan did something special for me, I feel like I need. Um, yeah, I, that'd be I nice. Don't need, <laughs> but it'd be nice. I want to do something special for him, yeah. and um, not sure what I'm going to do. It's still up in the air. I know we have a wedding that weekend, that Saturday, so a lot happening that weekend. But I'll be sure to share whatever whatever it is that I do yeah, that with do. all of you. And Amber will share whatever she did with all of you as well, if she chooses to do so. If she chooses to do so. <laughs> so, yeah, look out for us and we will see you, not see you, you'll hear from us. You'll hear from us soon. In um, a couple of weeks. All right. Enjoy, everyone. Bye. Bye. Until next time, remember, stay sweet. Stay sexy. Stay sassy, but more importantly, be savvy. Oh, I think I got it all.